Welcome to the Wicked Good Momcast, a podcast for Boston moms by Boston moms, a space to hear stories from real moms, to celebrate the beauty of motherhood and to normalize its challenges. Motherhood is hard, but it doesn't have to be lonely. You are a wicked good mom. And now here are your Wicked Good Momcast host, Shannon and Megan. This season of the Wicked Good Momcast is brought to you by our partners at Boston Ballet School, the only ballet school in New England affiliated with Boston Ballet, a world-renowned ballet company whose internationally acclaimed repertoire ranges from classical to Balanchine masterworks to premieres by today's finest choreographers. Boston Ballet School believes ballet is for everyone and is dedicated to providing an inclusive environment with classes for all ages, abilities, and household incomes. Visit bostonballet.org backslash education to enroll your child this fall. Hi, friends. We've said it many times before, and we will say it again. Motherhood is hard. The pace and demands of motherhood are hard on our physical bodies, our mental health, and our nervous systems. Chances are you're putting your family's health before your own. So today we're asking you to take just 30 minutes to pause and consider your own health while we learn from today's guest. Kristen Curtis is here to teach us how we can care for ourselves by regulating our nervous system. Kristen Curtis is a local mom to three boys and an emotionally focused practitioner who specializes in working with the perinatal community to help moms thrive in the transition into motherhood through nervous system regulation and expanding their capacity to hold all the emotions that come with being a mom. She also teaches children to hold and process big emotions that come with growing up so they feel more empowered and self-confident in any situation. Hi, Kristen. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I want to jump right in and ask you, how do we know if we have a dysregulated nervous system? Yeah, so our nervous systems work primarily with the energy in our body. And anything can dysregulate us. It doesn't have to be something super big. Um, it can be a very small thing. And and usually when we know we're dysregulated is when we feel sort of unrest or uneasy in our body. Um, and that can manifest as certain emotional symptoms like feeling anxiety, feeling overwhelmed. Those are two really big ones, especially with moms. Um, or we can feel, you know, physical dysregulation like having stomach aches, having headaches. It's really anything that you feel in your body Mm -hmm. that you don't have a choice about. That's how we know we're dysregulated. So that's how we know, but how do we, like what causes a dysregulated nervous system? Hmm. Really anything can cause a dysregulated nervous system. We all hold different capacities for the emotions that we can hold, what we can tolerate. And, Mm -hmm. and a lot of that depends on experiences that we've had, um, And what we've brought with our beliefs as well, you know, just from from living life as we have. So sometimes, you know, people can look at at different things and feel certain ways about them. You know, one person might feel, oh, that was no big deal. And it really might affect the other person because we're living in really unique nervous systems with unique experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Something you said made me wonder do past traumas have anything to do with our current nervous systems? Yes, absolutely. And when we talk about trauma too, it's, it's, 
it's important to note that there's big T traumas and there's little T traumas and um, little T traumas are not to discredit big T's or anything like that. But, you know, really when, when we look at something like birth trauma, for example, you know, one person could define it in one way and one person could define it in another. It's just about how you react innately um, to whatever the situation is. And, um, you know, the more we hold trauma in our nervous system, the more dysregulated we can be. So it is important to process and move through that trauma um, to help yourself get into a more optimal place as you progress in life. Yeah. Well, and what are some of those ways that we can process our trauma so that we're not holding it in our bodies um, or different steps to regulating a nervous system? And those are probably two very different questions. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I am an EFT practitioner. So I practice emotional freedom techniques. And what those have to do with is the feelings and sensations in your body. So when we're processing through and regulating our nervous system, we're talking about from the neck down. So Mm -hmm. we're really focused on what's going on in our body, what sensations are we feeling, what emotions are we having, and really sitting, being able to sit in a present state with those allows them to transform. So you know, one way is, and you can do this so many ways. Of course, my specialty is tapping, but getting into your body, however that looks, breath work, yoga, walking, like just any way that you feel safe um, to get into those sensations that you carry in your nervous system. I feel like I'm already taking so many tidbits from this. I'm Shannon. I'm sure that you feel, yeah. I love that. Whatever makes you feel safe in your body like that's that's huge and that's different for everyone because I feel like um for me so many people have told me personally to like um do yoga or something like that but I am personally not in the space yet where I can focus my body where I can feel good in my body doing yoga and dealing with my traumas like that's just not what it is I have to be moving actively moving my body um Shannon and I are both doing a walking Mm -hmm. challenge right now so um that definitely sort of rings true. Now I want to bring this back to motherhood and I'm hoping that you can sort of explain why you think this is um, most important or, or super important for moms. Yeah. So as mothers, you know, especially first time moms, our whole world changes when we have these beautiful beings come into our lives and we have so much added stuff that's already coming on maybe a nervous system that isn't regulated as much as it could be, Mm -hmm. right? We add in pressure, comparison. Are we making the right choice? Are we doing the right thing? We're not sleeping. Like all, and it can compound very quickly. Um, And if our energy is not in ease in our body, we can really, really start to feel and have them accentuated in our nervous system, the, the negative mm-hmm. that, that we're trying not to experience. And when I talk about, you know, how are moms preparing for postpartum? The first thing I talk about is well, how are you preparing your nervous system for this change? Right? Because especially first time moms, or even if you're adding a mom, a child into your family, you don't know what it's going to be like. Right. So we're preparing our systems for the unknown, essentially. And, you know, the more you know that you have 
a superpower to use because that's what it is Mm -hmm. to get yourself in a better place, whatever that may be, whatever modality you choose to use. I mean, that brings so much empowerment in a time where women don't always feel empowered. Yeah. Yeah. I I really appreciate that. And, you know, it made me think back to, um, I remember when my daughter was born, it was, it was a big T trauma for me. And it, it, I, you know, I've heard other birth stories, but like you said, it impacted me. Um, and I carried a lot of what had happened with me for years until I had kind of like fully processed all of it. But what I always say stood out to me, like the moment that I knew my life was completely different, you know, we made it through this very, very long traumatic labor and delivery, finally get into the recovery room. And I passed right out because I had been awake for over 24 hours. Um, And two hours later, my husband is tapping me with our daughter and he's saying, hey, she's hungry. And I looked at him and I said, but I just had a baby. Like, I'm tired and I need to sleep right now. (laughs) We just kind of like stared at each other. But that was my wake up call that, oh, my life is now totally different, like you said, and about this baby. So I think it's so important. you know, we just kind of dive right in, but to make sure that we're taking the time to take care of ourselves. And like I said, it took me several years. My daughter is seven now, but it took me years to kind of work through some of that. And I still feel it sometimes. So I agree. I think it's so important for moms to do this kind of work. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I have two children of my own. I'm expecting my third. And um, this time around, I've done so much preparation work for what that transition is going to look like. Whereas before I didn't have the resources. I just threw myself into, I'm taking care of this baby. It's now my full-time responsibility. And it's so easy for us to Mm -hmm. forget about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the thing I love most about tapping is that you can actually be regulating your baby and yourself at the same time. Yeah. So it's really something that you can weave in and incorporate where sometimes some modalities it's like, okay, I really need a lot of space and time to, to, you know, really go inward and do this for myself, which I highly encourage as well. But with tapping, you can weave it in and out of your day. You can do it when you're busy, when you're not. So it's just an accessible, more accessible tool. Yeah. And I, I'm a huge fan of tapping. Um, I, I'm a school social worker and a lot of my students have maybe gone to like um, partial hospitalization programs and come back and they're tapping, they're tapping in class, they're tapping in my office. And it's so powerful. I would love though, for you to explain to someone who maybe isn't familiar, what is tapping? How do you do it and why? Yeah, absolutely. So tapping is an energetic practice we use to move the energy in our body, including our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So I like to break up uh, tapping in kind of three categories. One is to regulate our nervous system. That's what we're talking about. And that's literally just tapping on the specific points, which I'll talk about in just a moment. And the second way is to heal trauma. So tapping can heal trauma quickly and effectively. It reprograms our brain with new neural pathways about a trauma that we have experienced. Um, So we really can rewrite the story of our trauma um, using this technique. And the third is empowerment. Like we're literally imprinting on our nervous system 
what we want to manifest, what we want to happen. Um, and we feel really confident that we're taking control of our nervous system and all of our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So that's how I break it up. Um, we are made of 98% energy. We have all of these meridians of energy running through our body, and we have the power to manipulate and, and control them. Um, so why not? Right. right? We're, never, we're never stuck in how we feel. We're always able to change it. Um, we're always able to get into a more optimal state of being um, just by by tapping on those points. So that's kind of tapping in a nutshell. But I'd love to go through the points. I know it's going to be a little more difficult for those listening, but um, you also can find any of these tapping points literally just a search of the internet, you know, tapping points. Or on your um, Instagram. I've seen where you've done reels yes, with tapping. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's a ton of that there. You can tap along with yeah. me. Um, yeah. But we always start at the side of the hand point. So we start at that kind of uh, meaty part on the side of our hand. We go up to the inside of our eyebrow, over to the side of the eye, under the eye, under the nose, and we're literally just tapping with one or two fingers on each of these points. Chin, collarbones, under the arm, and top of the head. And those are all very specific because when I talk about the energy meridians in the body, those all link to certain meridians that link to certain organs. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about tapping, you know, we use it for emotional effects in our body, but we also use it for physical ones. So tapping has helped to transform energy around chronic illness um, and chronic pain in the body. So I believe that every single physical symptom, emotional symptom that you have is linked to a root cause. And that's what tapping helps us get to. I think this is so interesting. Um, to be honest, I didn't know a ton about tapping until I knew that you were coming on the podcast. And then I realized that I better do some research. <laughs> and I feel like it's something that I would like to put into practice for myself, but also for my children. So um, I'm wondering if you could give us a little bit of background on the work that you do with kids and how you help them process big emotions and feel more self-confident. Yeah, absolutely. I love, I love sharing this, this tool with kids because kids are sponges and they just are like, yes, they just soak it up. Um, so, you know, it depends on the age of the child, but say for example, you know, you're dealing with, um, a three-year-old who is like in full, full emotion right here, right? Like we're having a tantrum or whatever, you know, emotions are running. Right. <laughs> and what we really want to notice first mm. is how are we feeling witnessing them in those emotions? Coming back to that, are we feeling anxious? Are we feeling overwhelmed? Are we feeling nervous? Are we feeling like someone's judging us, watching us, something like this? So we really want to notice what's going on for us. And then we want to start tapping on ourselves. Yeah. I, I hear or I've seen the quote kind of going around um, social media, a dysregulated parent cannot regulate a child. There it is. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, so we start tapping on ourselves. We sit in a space that they can begin to see us sort of when they come out of, you know, maybe start being more aware of their surroundings. Mm -hmm. And 
just by them watching you tap, they are receiving the benefit. In our brain, our neurons are mirrors. Mm. So a child watching me tap and regulate myself is receiving the benefit for their body and their nervous system as well. And then we would begin to, you know, entertain tapping on them. Being tapped on is a beautiful, nourishing thing. And I highly recommend, especially for younger kids. So finding a point that they enjoy that might feel good for them and slowing everything down. When we're in heightened states of anxiety or overwhelm or feeling big emotions, the energy is all up here. Like it's like, oh, we want to bring it down, down into the body, grounding down. So how can kids tap on themselves as well? It can be making up a song, you know, drawing a picture, tapping on the picture points, something like this. So that's sort of what goes on for younger kids. And when we move up, depending on the age of the child, we really focus on the functionality of tapping, meaning how am I using this day to day to help regulate my nervous system so I can come into challenges in a more optimal state. And we're also using it for empowerment. How can I use this superpower at my fingertips to help me feel better? That is kind of the goal um, when we work with kids. Of course, are there root causes and traumas that we can process with them? 100%. But I always really love to begin at least by either in a, in a collaborative way, you know, tapping in circle, supporting each other. It always starts with the functionality and the empowerment piece. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. You're kind of introducing the practice in some fun ways, but it's a practice that they can grow that will grow with them and they can take with them as they get older. Um, Absolutely. You mentioned earlier for the new mom who is maybe feeling dysregulated while she's like holding her baby that, you know, she can be tapping and taking care of herself. And I just want to clarify, are we tapping baby or is baby just getting the correct energy like from mom's tapping? Mm. So both. Okay. So (laughs) I didn't know if there's an age limit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. Okay. Okay. Any anything that has a nervous system, you can tap on. Oh, yeah. Tapping on animals. Tapping. Yeah. (laughs) Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It works. Um. So let's set the scene. It's the middle of the night. Baby's fed. Baby's changed. Baby's not settling. Mm Mom's leaning against the crib, sleep deprived, and we might be jiggling the baby, right? Shh, we want you to calm down. Oh my gosh, you know, I don't know what to do. I'm starting to feel guilty. Is this baby ever going to go to sleep? Like all of these thoughts and feelings can start coming in. So we're holding baby. Mom can be tapping literally on the same points on baby as she's holding them. Right. Mm -hmm. And then mom can come and tap her points with the hand that she has available after she does the baby as well. So now baby's actually being tapped on, receiving the benefit that way and feeling the exchange of the more optimal energy between them both. What's really beautiful as well is I do family tapping. Mm -hmm. So meaning it it does sometimes typically happen with um, with parents of a newborn. So. Mom can be breastfeeding baby, 
regulating baby and partner can be here regulating mom while she's feeding. And everyone is bonding and connecting. Yeah, exactly. It's a loop of bonding, of being present and of being in a nervous system that you want to be in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love that so, so much. And I'm wondering, are there any other practices that we can be incorporating into our homes that will support support both of our kids and ourselves, maybe even outside of tapping? I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. I know for me and in, in my experience, um, tapping and I'll link it to other things, too, but it's really about anything that brings you more grounded in your body and into the present moment. We live in a society that is so busy. Like we could be anywhere, everywhere. Like it's just, it's go, 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 you know, produce, produce, produce or whatever. So it's like, we really need to take a minute and take a breath and just be like, I'm here in my body. Like what, what do I actually feel right now? What's actually going on for me? And it's without judgment. It's Mm -hmm. just noticing because we're never trying to fix anyone. We're just being present with what's happening here. And when we can get that mindset that we are whole and complete, just as we are, then it's like, oh yeah, it's a sense of relief. Yeah. Right. So any way that that makes you, you know, that you can do that. So with tapping, with walking outside on your grass with bare feet, with standing with your hand on your heart, looking into the sun, closing your eyes, feeling that warmth, taking a deeper breath than you have all day, you know, whatever starts working for you, you can start to just bring to your family setting, no matter how old your kids are. Um, And doing it together creates that stronger sense of connection. Well, and I love the idea that if doing those things is helping us realize that we're enough, we're allowing our kids to realize the same thing within themselves, which is really beautiful. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that as mothers and as modern motherhood, in modern motherhood, like there isn't a ton of time for us to slow down. We are the people who are handling the calendars and we're running here and there. And I think the, even just the practice of showing our children that we care enough about ourselves to slow down and do that. Um, it's definitely something that in my life, I think, um, I mean, we're all, all hard on ourselves, but I always think what I model to them in busyness is not to their benefit most of the time. So I love the idea of being able to model this more healthy behavior um, for everybody's benefit. I definitely want to know where our listeners can connect with you after listening to this podcast, because I we just barely scratched the surface here. And I know that people listening are going to be very right. interested. Yeah, absolutely. So um, social media is the best place. So kristin.curtis.eft on Instagram. Um, Also, we can link my email Mm -hmm. here. That's a great way to get in touch with me. Um, And really, if you know, this is a thing, if you want to bring into your family, if you're pregnant and you're preparing for postpartum, I mean, we always just start with a conversation about where you're at, where you want to get to, and what that looks like in between, because everyone is unique. So we all need unique things. Um, but yeah, email and IG is the perfect place. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I also have a, I also have a website if you want to learn more information. Um, so it's www.soleft.com. 
Perfect. Yes. And like I said, I've already been learning from your Instagram. So listeners, you know, you can always find our guest information in our show notes on bostonmoms.com. Kristen, I want to ask you the same question that we ask all of our guests at the end of the show. What are you loving about raising a family in greater Boston? Yeah, so I've lived here my whole life, um, and I'm on the North Shore, and I think the, the best thing I love is about being able to expose my family to just many different activities, right? Mm-hmm. So we can go into the city and have city time and see a show and have a fancy dinner. We can go to the mountains and hike. You know, we can go to the water and be at the beach. It's just so much to offer here. There's a lot of versatility and there's a lot of community. So that's what <laughs> Those I are like some of the things that we love too. Kristen, thank you so much for taking the time to speak yeah. with us on such an important topic. We really appreciate you and the work that you're doing to support our local mom community. Listeners, thank you for being here. Your support of the podcast is so important and it keeps us going. We'll be back very soon with another new episode. Until then, make sure you share Kristen's episode with another mom who might need to hear it. And remember, you are a wicked good mom. Boston Moms is grateful to this season's Wicked Good Momcast sponsor, Boston Ballet School, a leading dance educator empowering students to develop artistically, forge lifelong friendships, and most importantly, have fun. Visit bostonballet.org backslash education to learn more about the range of classes offered in our Boston and Newton studios.